0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com.
1: Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We do have, we're down a a normal man this morning. Vinny is, and I apologize, I I can't remember if it's a church-related absence or... Is this an, an excused he's, he's, absence or is this an unexcused yeah, absence? He's, he's in Oregon sure, okay. at a conference. Okay. okay, okay, okay. But in his place is Lucas Baumback. Lucas, if you want to just give a little short intro to yourself, so our listeners know whose whose voice
2: they're hearing, that would be great. Yeah, this is Lucas Baumback. I'm the uh, pastor of a church, uh, church plant in Nampa, uh, in Caldwell, called Reformation Presbyterian Church. So we are a uh, Westminster Claring church. Uh, we hold to the Westminster Confession and And uh, we are sort of in the Napark family of churches. That's what we we would consider ourselves. And we're a church plan, but we're uh, moving towards the Bible Presbyterian Church. So we'd be probably one of the first Bible Presbyterian churches in this area. I don't think we've ever had one. So Very good. We are continuing
1: our themed shows. If you remember, each day of the week has a different theme. Mental Health Monday, Throwback Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, which brings us to... Theology Thursday, and today we're going to talk about thankfulness, and at least in some ways this is preparation for next week, but I hope that thankfulness is not just something that we do once a week or once a year on a particular um, day set aside for national thanksgiving. Hopefully it's a characteristic that defines who we are as God's people, and We want to begin by just considering this short little verse from 1 Thessalonians 5, um, verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So, even though this feels like an extremely basic question, what does it mean to give thanks to God? What's involved in that?
3: It's acknowledging that all things come from him. First of all, that he is the, the giver of, of all things. Everything that, is, uh, that comes into our life, uh, whether that be a blessing, but even the hardship. You know, as Paul says here, have thankfulness in all circumstances. I mean, there's an aspect of uh, thankfulness helps guard against ungratefulness, would be the opposite of it. Complaining, grumbling, just having that overall thankful attitude towards God who he is, and what he does for us.
0: Exactly. Uh, Saying thank you to God is a recognition that we're dependent beings and not independent. You know, all life flows from him. And it's also a recognition that the Lord is good um, all the time. And, uh, you know, that's a this is a common refrain it's in the psalms you know where we're told to enter his courts with thanksgiving and and praise give thanks to his name and bless his name
1: there's an interesting passage we're going to come back to first Thessalonians 5:18 but if you um are in Romans chapter 1 paul is making this case that everybody is without excuse before god mm. and he says for his invisible attributes namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they're without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God, and then this phrase, or give thanks to him. Mm -hmm. So a lack of thankfulness, and this really is circling back to, uh, at least in part, what Ryan was saying. A lack of thankfulness is in some ways an affront to God as the creator and sustainer of all life. It's a denial that all good gifts come from the father above. Mm-hmm. It's really living as practical atheist that, you know, God is, exists, but you live refusing to acknowledge that everything that you have,
2: everything that you are comes from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the genius behind our American holiday at Thanksgiving is that, we do and i know folks around the world who just think that this is the best holiday they want it for their own countries because it is really a part of our life in christ and realizing that in christ we have everything i think jonathan said that we have you know our lives we have our our essence our being and that is really we're going to get to that i think when we talk about colossians is is uh, the context of colossians is that we have eternal life we have resurrection life we have regeneration so yeah i'm thankful for all those wonderful truths and if we forget those truths it's easy to lose uh, that gratefulness
1: so why does paul say giving thanks to god is his will for our lives
0: well because we are dependent beings i think that one of the things that we always we realize how often we complain. We complain about work. We complain about deadlines. We complain about difficult people. We complain about the weather. We complain about all these different things. Uh, We spend so much time complaining, we're very rarely thankful. And I think that discontent is the thing that gets lodged in our heart. And it's actually uh, some, it's fullness, you know, because we're really not trusting God to take care of us. And so I think that uh, when we're thankful. Uh, we're, as I said before, we're recognizing that we're we're dependent beings, and that everything that comes to uh, to us, you know, he gives us life and breath and everything. And uh, so, in that uh, frame of reference, we can be thankful.
1: I'm assuming that um, you guys can help me here that Paul doesn't really mean all in these verses, and that you guys are going to help explain that away. Is that right, or does Paul actually mean all? In all circumstances. yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I think uh, there is an aspect of, you know, he, he says in Philippians chapter 4, um, he doesn't specifically mention giving thanks or thanksgiving in this particular passage, but he he talks about how he's uh, learned to be content in whatever state he's been in. I know how to be abased. I know how to be abound everywhere in all things. I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both abound and to suffer need and, um, and then there's that probably one of the most misquoted verses, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not a verse for our workouts and see how much weight we can lift, but enduring those hardships that do come from the hand of God, because we can have thankfulness in all circumstances when we realize and we keep in mind that God is good and he is working in us for our good that we may not understand at the moment but what thankfulness does even in those circumstances as we realize and remember kind of what what lucas said in the salvation that god has given us and the reason we have to be thankful for is that regardless of whatever the circumstances are that that can't be taken away from us and that god has given us the greatest gift of all in his son and we can be thankful in all things through that
1: Is there a difference between being thankful in all circumstances and being thankful about all circumstances?
2: Yes. (laughs) Well, God uses those circumstances. So if you, if you have good theology, you realize God can purify your heart through those circumstances. So uh, you look at those as challenges to strengthen your faith. Like that you come out the other side and, and you can turn around and strengthen somebody else's faith. Say, you know, I've, I was able to come through that by God's strength, by his joy. So, yeah, it is So his when will. I get run
1: over by a car, I don't actually have to thank God that I was run over for the car. But in the circumstances, I can be thankful to God.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, can I think be, you can
0: be thankful because you're ex- you can experience the presence of God in and every circumstance. You know, there's, you know Dietrich Bonhoeffer <coughs> who went to prison and was killed by the Nazis. He had been in prison for over a year and in a small cell. And he said, you must never doubt that I'm traveling with gratitude and cheerfulness along the road where I'm being led. My past life is brimful of God's goodness, and my sins are covered by the forgiving love of Christ crucified. I'm so thankful for the people I've met, and I only hope that they never have to grieve about me, but that they, too, will always be certain of and thankful for God's mercy and forgiveness. So, I mean, here's a here's a man that's going through deep distress, you might say. And yet, what he's focused on is the goodness and mercy of God in those circumstances. So, when maybe the circumstances might call for a bit of lament, but even in lament, we are looking to God who is there.
3: I think that's an important distinction. The question that you asked, Russ, about "in" versus "for," you know, it's we don't have to be thankful that you know we have a cancer diagnosis. You know, and thankful that we have cancer. But we can still be thankful in that circumstance to God who cares for us.
1: And part of that is driven by the fact that the cancer or the car accident or the whatever it might be, whatever negative thing that you want to put in that situation cannot touch the essence of who we are and who we belong to. Mm-hmm. So circumstances don't define me.
2: Yeah, God's mm-hmm. nature doesn't change. Yes. Yeah, and so yeah.
1: in the midst of them, I can still be thankful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't have to. I'm not. I don't have to be a, a masochist. Yeah. I don't have to say, "Oh, thank you for all these negative things." You can say, "I thank you, God, for your care of me in the midst of."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because He doesn't change. You have that assurance that you know this too will pass. And James, all these apostles, remember what they what they witnessed. Christ being crucified, right? And that has to be pretty distressing. And so, of course, as Christians, we we pick up our cross, we bear our cross. Uh, Paul even says, you know, I'm, I am crucified with Christ. There's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So when you have that reality in you, uh, my Savior endured everything for me, that's pretty strengthening. That's pretty strengthening that uh, you, can, you can face those challenges, those persecutions, those trials with joy, Thankfulness, these are, I think of these as synonyms, like all the things God, his will for us is that we live a life of joy. Thankfulness, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, James says. So lots of really good uh, encouragement to focus on God and not on your circumstance.
0: It's ultimately a belief in God. If uh, human life is an accident, if you're just lucky mud, what can you really be thankful about? you have to be thankful to god who made you he is your creator and he also sustains you
1: mhm maybe this is not fair maybe this is and you guys can push back but i think it seems like we underestimate the importance of thankfulness in the christian life and and that that's a tendency of of christians is to miss thankfulness as a, a component of of their day-to-day life first and we've kind of answered this but we can just be maybe direct on it? Why is it so important? And along with that, what, what are some practical insights that you would give to help foster a spirit of thankfulness?
2: Well, the first thing, uh, I get this from Henry Scudder, who is a Westminster divine. He says, uh, the first thing you can do to get thankfulness is get sound knowledge of God. So uh, if you think about his absoluteness and his unchangeableness, it makes your your problems you know, r- really sit in relief, uh, in stark contrast. So Psalm 8, one, verses 1 and 9, Matthew 7, verse 13, and Romans 11, 36 are proof texts that Scudder put out there, and uh, I love these Westminster divines, how they address these things, and uh, these Puritans, uh, they, they just go right to the heart of it. He even said, to not be thankful is a most base, hateful, and damnable sin. I just love, I love that quote. I've used that a million times. So being thankful is big in our household.
1: Well, you've been listening to The Gospel for Life. We will see you tomorrow.